Welcome to Decoding the Shopper, a Kantar podcast. Most data within this podcast is provided by Wellpanel UK and Ireland with some additional sources for a wider perspective. The data is 12 weeks to the 6th of August 2023. This episode is a condensed version of a webinar that took place on Wednesday the 20th of September 2023. Nadine Hatton, the Senior Commercial Director at Kantar, took us through how consumer choices have become more than just impulse. They're the heartbeat of the retail landscape. And right now, that heartbeat is echoing an unexpected yet undeniable shift towards own label products. We thought that it was about time we offered up some realities of the marketplace, along with some of what we think are some pretty extraordinary new findings that we think will help you steer your respective ships. What is the reality for the UK and Ireland shopper, given that the last five years we've been through a pandemic and then plunged headfirst into this cost of living crisis? Traditional brand loyalties are crumbling. Instead, there's a new, unvarnished pragmatism amongst consumers in Britain and Ireland. The cost of living crisis has got its claws in deep and it's changing how people shop. To gauge the public mood, we've been tracking what we call pressure groups, categorised as those who are struggling, those who are managing or comfortable. The numbers aren't overly encouraging. A quarter of the population is teetering on the edge, struggling to make ends meet. So what's the fallout of all of this? Well, we've already talked about the soaring popularity of own label products and the rise of discounters, but there's so much more to it than that. This is the fundamental shift affecting not just pricing, but the very core of brand strategy. Fewer and fewer brands are making their way into consumers' baskets. It's a seismic change that can't be ignored. Brands face a stark choice. Adapt to this new landscape or risk becoming a footnote in history. What does this mean for brands and retailers? British supermarkets are experiencing what we consider a quiet revolution. Shoppers are turning their backs on established brands at an unprecedented rate, opting for own label products. The shift is a clear response to the economic pressures of inflation. We have hard data that corroborates this trend. Cantor World Panel's analysis shows that in a 12-week snapshot ending in June 2023, British consumers spent £258 million less on fast-moving consumer good brands. To give you some perspective, in December 2022, the figure was £331.6 million. Similar patterns are emerging in Ireland as well. But it's not all doom and gloom for brands. Recent months have seen the rate of this migration slow just a bit, but slow nonetheless, with year-on-year losses still around £200 million. This could indicate a market response to decelerating inflation or perhaps the impact of increased promotional spending on brands. And so what is fueling this exodus? Cost of living crisis is the main culprit. Shoppers are in value hunting mode and £200 million of the £258 million redirected spent went to standard own label products. The West rest was sprinkled across the value and premium tiers of our own labels and some to loose products like produce. The pace of this change is staggering. In February 2022, we were talking about a mere £16.87 million loss in branded goods sales. Fast forward this year and it's ballooned to £275.70 million. 
even when we strip away the inflation factor, the trend holds steady. Volume sales are consistent with the value sales, indicating it's not just a knee-jerk reaction to rising prices. So here is an old story that has been made new again. The rise and rise of discounters and own label products. It's not just a flash in the pan. It's something we track really closely. and The households we engage with are sending very clear signals that this is a fundamental shift in consumer behaviour at scale. Amid economic pressures, both Aldi and Lidl are not just surviving, they are thriving by offering quality, affordability and accessibility. Now let's look at the numbers. So grocery inflation is currently at 12.2% in Britain. Super high, but better than it was, is the lowest in actual fact in the, during the course of this year. Prices of some staple goods are showing a downward trend. For example, four pints of milk now cost £1.50, down from £1.69 in March. It's a glimmer of relief in a generally grim pricing landscape, but also an example of a loss leader used to drive customers into stores by offering small savings on essentials like milk. But the ones really seizing the day here are Aldi and Lidl. Aldi sales have increased by 21.2% as of early August compared to a year ago capturing a 10.2% market share. Little isn't too far behind with 19.8% rise in sales and a 7.7% market share. It's a contrast to the traditional big four whose sales increases are mostly inflation driven and not volume based. Aldi and Little aren't just resting on their laurels, they're doubling down on consumer focused strategies, breaking traditional discount shopping stereotypes. It's not just about the low prices anymore. It's about variety, it's about freshness, and it's about locality. The aggressive store rollouts and advertising campaigns are pretty much set to continue. And what does this mean for own label? Value and premium segments are gaining momentum. Interestingly, those who consider themselves comfortable financially are driving the growth at the premium end. While it might seem counterintuitive, those who are struggling financially aren't necessarily flocking to own label products more than the comfortable ones. Own label has strength at both ends of the spectrum. In 2021, 28.3% of FMCG packs were sold on promotion in Britain, and this number has now declined to 22.7% in 2023. It's not that consumers are ignoring promotions, it's just that they've been offered fewer of them. The discounter model of offering everyday low value and fewer promotions has also caught on in the wider market, with only 26% of spending now on deal, compared with 38% just 10 years ago. The financial implications are significant, and that plays a factor. The price gap between promoted and non-promoted items has widened from 15p in 2021 to 25p in 2023. That's a trend that hasn't escaped the notice of consumers, especially when we consider the role of inflation played in these numbers. And um, why aren't promotions working in the way that they did before? Consumers are evolving in their shopping habits. The complexity of modern promotional mechanics might be overwhelming for those looking for simple value, which has implications for how brands approach their promotional strategies. It's worth remembering the lessons from the 2008-2009 financial crisis, Promotions then were used to entice consumers back into store. It took over two years to return to normal. And we're all asking, are we beginning to see a similar pattern now? We are tracking this really closely and our forecasting teams are deep into this because the tension we're witnessing is quite the conundrum. 
complex promotional strategies can attract a certain audience, but might turn off the broader base of shoppers seeking straightforward value. Conversely, a move towards everyday low pricing could bring back perceptions of value, but risk diluting the excitement of getting a deal. So as the marketplace undergoes this unbranding, both brands and consumers face a complex promotional landscape that is pretty much in a state of flux. The big question is whether promotions can adapt to this changing environment or indeed adapt enough. So what shoppers are looking for? The quest for value. It's not as straightforward as chasing the cheapest price tags. It's a tightrope walk managing finances while maintaining a certain quality of life. The landscape has shifted significantly due to the cost of living crisis. As of August 2023, households identifying as struggling have increased by 2% since April 2022, and they now make up 24% of all households. This isn't a marginal group. We're talking about a considerable segment of the population. Now, we all know that groceries have always been a staple expense, but they've evolved into a major point of concern. Two thirds of households across all pressure groups are worried about grocery prices. But amongst the struggling, that figure skyrockets up to 91%. And here's why we should pay attention. These struggling households represent a staggering 92 billion in annual grocery spending. To sum it up, the search for value amongst consumers is a complex affair influenced by economic pressures and a changing household dynamic. The stakes are very high. This isn't just about bottom line prices, it's about the intricate balance between affordability and quality of life. And what about innovation? Branded innovation is still going strong in specific categories, such as toiletries, alcohol and household items. So the market is far from closed. It's open for brands to distinguish themselves. To seize the growth, there are two key focus areas for FMCG brands and retailers. One, adapt your product offerings to cater to all consumer groups. This might mean more unlabeled products in certain categories while innovating in others. Two, it's not just about slapping a price tag on. You've got to offer different types of value. Think improved packaging, supply chain transparency or added product benefits. Be clear in communicating this value to reassure price sensitive consumers. Here's a little nugget of insight. The top new products of 2022 appealed to the increasing number of struggling households. Seven out of the top 10 products in Britain over-indexed with this group. Those who are managing, meanwhile, are gravitating towards premium or premium-like products. Madri Beer, Britain's top new product, was a hit amongst this crowd. And last but not least, don't underestimate the power of presentation and marketing. Innovative packaging that enhances the product experience can create a sense of excitement and build an emotional connection with consumers. We saw this play out in a number of categories one would have thought was saturated. Innovation in the beer category was a particular standout. Tell me, what are the five ways that I can grow my brand? First up, new products on portfolio optimization. Listen, look, consumers are open to trying new things, even when they're financially strapped. So let's give them products that not only catch their eye, but also ease the strain on their wallets. A revitalised portfolio can keep your brand relevant in this ever-shifting market. Next, 
range rationalization. Retailers are increasingly going on label. And if branded products want shelf space, it's time for a portfolio trim. Place close attention to pack size dynamics. They're more important than you might think. Dynamic pricing and promotions. Let's get on it. We're in an age where consumers are laser focused on value. Use promotions wisely and you can reignite that brand loyalty that seems to be slipping through your fingers. Now, let's talk quality and sustainability. It's not just a buzzword. It's an opportunity to set ourselves apart and differentiate. Despite financial pressures, consumers are increasingly interested in eco-friendly products. So let's capitalise on that. Last but no means least, collaboration and analytics. Working hand in glove with retail partners and leveraging data-driven insights is crucial. Consumer behaviour is intricate and ever-changing. To keep pace, we need a cohesive, adaptable strategy. So thank you for listening. If any of this has caught your attention and you would like to go deep on your category or in any planning, then we are here um, at Kantar for you. Please do get in touch with me directly, nadinehatton at kantar.com or indeed with your regular world panel point of contact. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Decoding the Shopper, a Kantar podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes and you can get in touch with us through our website, kantar.com forward slash UKI.